So in 2008, there was a Wolverine comic series called Evolution, or it was a storyline within the main Wolverine comic. It was uh, written by Jeff Loeb with art by Simone Bianchi. And uh, it was, um, a lot of people, it, it was somewhat controversial, okay. uh, because in that storyline, um, Sabretooth gets beheaded by Wolverine. Um, and uh, anytime a character dies, it becomes controversial because everybody's character is somebody's favorite in comics, right? Mm. So the other reason it was controversial is because uh, there was a, a weird villain introduced called Romulus who looked like uh, the 90s and Mountain Dew got together and made a <laughs> comic book character. Uh. <laughs> and uh, it was just real dumb looking. Uh, and then the third reason it was controversial was because it posited that... Wolverine and Sabretooth uh, evolved not from or alongside apes like humans, but they evolved from, I think it was like wolves or cats or something like that. And um, I didn't I didn't like that idea for that comic series, but I like the kind of overall idea in general. I don't think it's true, but just for like a um, like a, a storyline for like a sci fi type of movie or whatever, I think that'd be kind of cool. Uh, sure. But I haven't really given it much thought until uh, this this past week. Um, the The reason we did we recorded two episodes back to back last time is because I was going on vacation and my wife and I went to Barbados Ooh. to a, a little resort there and we uh, had a good time. But the uh, the issue is that uh, when you're going through the airport and you're in a hurry, that's when what I like to call the sloth people come out, <laughs> and they have evolved directly from sloths, uh -huh. and they walk directly in the center of a narrow path with their arms, like, just waving back and forth. Like, most people walk with their arms down to their side, mm -hmm. you know, parallel to their body, sure. right? These people, they, like, pivot their arms, like, back and forth, like if you were a toddler, just, like, standing <laughs> in the middle of your yard, and it's, like, just twisting the torso of your body and letting your arms go limp, you know? Uh -huh. They, they do one of those things, and uh, it's uh, it's just maddening. So we got to do something about these sloth people. They're they're just in the way, mm -hmm. taking their time. And when they are walking through the airport and they see something they like, they just do a dead stop. They don't like veer <laughs> off to one side or the That's other. The just dead stop. Turn their head, like gawk in there, and then decide whether or not they want to go in. Like there's one person that literally he like looked over to the side and he literally put his finger up to his mouth, like, "Huh, do I want to go in there?" <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to have to think about this. So it was insane. Otherwise, the vacation was fine. <laughs> well, that's uh, that's great. Um, it's always a good start whenever, mm -hmm. uh, especially when you're in a hurry. But, uh, man, those people are just infuriating. Um, yeah. I, I try to be, like, like aware of, of where I am in relation to other people all the time. Mm -hmm. So I think that really uh, gets me whenever people are not. And uh, like the stopping in the middle of an aisle, like, holy shit. Mm -hmm. uh, lately, yeah. I haven't had that big of a deal, but um, the grocery store is where I was running to that when I'm shopping. And like, <laughs> yeah. I hate, I, oh my God, the, the thing I hate the most is when people, they're like, oh, I need to get this thing on this other side of the aisle. So I'm just going to leave my cart here and walk 15 feet over there <laughs> to go get that. But my cart will be yeah. in the way. And I'm like, just walk up to it and put it in your <laughs> cart. Like, why do you have to like... 
leave and like hover around and it's not like like i get that if you're like you're shopping with like multiple people and you're like yeah cool i'm gonna go over here and grab this thing i'll come back but it's like people that are solo and they're just like i'm gonna leave this here for now it's Mm -hmm. gonna make it awkward because you don't want to touch their cart to move it out of the way Mm-hmm. And then you have to like squeeze by and everything. And it's just, I just don't understand people that are not spatially aware. No, yeah, it drives me nuts. Like I always try to be aware of like who's behind me. Like I don't like to drag my luggage behind me, like a mm. full arm length behind me because yeah. that's in uh, in somebody else's personal space mm-hmm. at that point, you know? So I always, you know, carry it right next to me, but uh, not uh, not the sloth uh, people. Um, so piggybacking off of what you were saying about the grocery store mm-hmm. is the next level version of what you were saying is when people pull up in line, they're actually in line, and then they just abandon their cart and they go <laughs> several aisles uh, over. I'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> I have to go find a, a tab. I think they sell tab here. It's like, what the fuck? No. You, go, <laughs> you gotta go oh, to man. Illinois if you want tab. You can't get that here. You fool. <laughs> you blame digit. Yeah, I, uh, I've only ha- had that happen, like, really a few times whenever, mm-hmm. like, I've been, like, waiting, where it's, like, and me and the cashier are both just, like, staring at each other, like, well, mm-hmm. this is our life now, because, like, <laughs> I've already put my stuff on the belt, so, like, I can't leave, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> by the time I packed it all back up, they'd be back, hopefully, you know? Um, yeah, yeah it's, I'm with it, you. it's a rare occurrence, but it does lead me to, like, panics, like, Maybe these people have abandoned this yeah. this cart. Maybe the, <laughs> maybe they're just it? gone now. Maybe they're just like, oh shit, yeah, I, I don't have money anymore. That's right. So uh, I gotta they go. Just leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah that does not oh. sound fun. Um, no. hmm. But anyway, how about that vacation though? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have. Look, yeah, we good. had some good times, right? Yeah, yeah, we definitely had some good times. Uh, the uh, the ocean in uh, Barbados, where we where we went, was. Uh, Nice for a couple of days, and then it was just like filled with seaweed. It's like oh, there was a sucks. an oil tanker filled with seaweed that had erupted, <sighs> and just all the seaweed in the ocean had yeah. licked up onto the beach. So <laughs> uh, I walked in and I got about knee deep, and I was like, "I'm not going to swim in this." I came back, and it's like my entire legs were just covered in like yeah. dark brown and black seaweed. Sexy. So that was cool. Um, Swamp thing, but yeah, canceled. exactly. Yeah, oh, canceled. <laughs> Ooh, that's why. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> um, other than that, we had a, a good time. We had a, a very like quiet. Um, we had a, a swim swim up uh, like pool. Yeah, we, that on was our rad. Back balcony that was awesome, and uh, we spent most of our time there. Mm-hmm. Like my wife commented to me a couple of times that it's weird that we like flew all the way here to not go in the ocean or yeah. by the like infinity pool or like the main pool that was there on the resort. But I was like, yeah, I don't want to because everybody's loud. Yeah. And there's a bunch of meatheads out there playing football in a swimming pool. Yeah. It's like, yeah. that's not traditionally how football is played. I don't think, <laughs> I don't know. I don't watch it, but, um, sports. Yeah. Know. It was nice. We just, uh, you know, kind of chilled out by the pool. I read some comics on my nice. iPad and, and, uh, yeah, we had a, a good time. I've been curious. I've never been to a resort that had one of those swim up pools that like go up mm-hmm. to your, like your balcony or whatever. Um, what, mm-hmm. like, does it just connect other rooms? Like, does it go anywhere? Like, can you go it does, yeah. to a bar? Yeah. Or? You, yeah, it, 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 it's like a trail to a bunch of other, like, balconies on the back. There's not a swim-up bar over there, mm-hmm. but uh, you're never too far away from, from a drink sure. there at the uh, the resort there at, at Sandals. Oh. Um, and the, the beers are, the beers, the mini fridge in the room is stocked with beer and soda and whatnot. Oh, oh, cool. since we're on this, let me tell you, let me tell you about, <laughs> about uh the, the mini stress that I had. So mm-hmm. we finally got to the resort. We had, like almost a 
a full 24 hours worth of traveling. There was like a little break between Miami and Barbados where we had like seven hours to get to the hotel room, sleep, wake up, and then like get back to the airport to mm. continue our, our travel there. Um, we finally made it to the resort. It was like a, a long day. You're kind of packed in there. You know how it is like when mm-hmm. you're getting off a flight, you're, you're finally there. We get to the room and I was like, man, all I want is a, a Coke, you know, some type of soda. And I know this is our third time to a Sandals resort. So it's like, I know, I know they have soda in these fridges. Mm-hmm. So I open up the door. I pull out a, a Coke, crack it open, take a sip. I'm like, what is this? I look at it and it's the, the red Coke label, uh-huh. but there's a, a silver strip at the top that says light taste. Oh, weird. I was like, boy, that's very much on the nose. Um, but it's, I guess, their version of Diet Coke. Huh. And I was like, oh, this is this is weird. Why don't they just have yeah. Diet Coke? But um, and then I was like, okay, so don't drink the ones with like the the red or the uh, the blue cap or whatever. Those are the the Diet Coke mm-hmm. equivalent yeah, ones. So good. for the rest of the stay, I uh, you know they had regular Coke in there, and I was all good to go. Um, and uh, of course, you know they had beers in the fridge. Shout out to Banks. Uh, the official, <laughs> the official <laughs> beer of Barbados. <laughs> nice. Um, and then uh, on the last day, on the last day, we uh, we woke up early that morning. Uh, we had a uh, semi late check in, you know, uh, or check out eleven o'clock. So we got up, you know, went to eat breakfast, everything, came back, and I was like, you know what, one final coke for the road. And I saw that they had put some like extra. Um, instead of regular Cokes, they had put some, uh, uh, the, the light taste Cokes in there. Mm. I was like, Mm-mm. I don't think so. I, <laughs> oh, I've I learned by now. So I pull out the, yeah, <laughs> I pulled out the one <laughs> with the yellow cap, which, uh, was the, the regular one, took a sip of it. Also tasted weird. I was like, what the fuck? So I looked at the label this time. <laughs> it was the red Coke label with a black strip around it that said, uh, zero sugar on it. I'm like, what the fuck? Where'd this come from? This like dark horse, zero sugar Coke. This wasn't even, a, this wasn't even a part of the, the week long story we were telling oh, man. this, this soda room, you know, death battle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I don't like to waste anything. So I did drink it all. Um, <laughs> But, uh, That's true. Was, you didn't like happy, it, but no, I, I didn't. Yeah. I did not like it. That's and uh, I am uh, currently in the middle of, of writing a very strongly worded letter. <laughs> <laughs> so if you hear typing in the background, you know it's just that. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, um, mm-hmm. on Soda Chat, I was going to tell you that um, I know we are we're RC lovers um, and also oh, Coke. Yeah. You know, uh, mm-hmm. but I was I've been trying a lot more of the uh, HEB, our, our local grocery store. I've been trying a lot more of their store brand things to, to test yeah, them sure. out, or whatever. And so mm-hmm. I tried their their version of Coke the other day, and uh, surprisingly, pretty good. It's uh, oh. Amanda when she tried it, she said it, it tasted. It, she was like, it kind of tastes like a mix between Coke and Pepsi, and I said no. RC is a mix between those. This is not RC. Uh, but because uh, it's close. Is that why I can see on the video that she's cowering back yeah. there in the corner? She's she still, knows what still she rattled. did. <laughs> I, uh, but I, I, I'll give it to her. The more I've had of them, I'm like, yeah, it's it's kind of like nothing can quite replicate Coke. There's like something about it that bite or whatever is what I always call it. Uh, that mm-hmm. like other things just can't be there, and it is kind of similar to like an RC, uh, but it's it's pretty good and it's cheap, um, okay. which is always good. So I've been getting those yep. lately, and uh, it's been scratching the ditch for the most most part. Although I've been trying not to drink as much soda, which means I've been drinking yep. a lot of soda. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> look, it has its hooks into us. Oh right? my god, I am on that sugar train for show. Here we are. We're in our early twenties. Uh, yeah. We're just fully addicted to. <laughs> 
sodas at this point. So what's then the name of it? Uh, uh, it's just like H-E-B Cola or whatever. They all have like oh, okay. generic yeah, names or whatever. Um, oh, good. But yeah, it's, Wait, what's it's their, good. What's their Dr. Pepper equivalent oh, name? Man, Do I they have look. one? It, it's always fun to see yeah, I know they what are. their equivalent of that and Mountain Dew yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. Man, I got to look now. I'm, I'm curious. Um, but yeah, I didn't look for it. I didn't get one of those. I got a... I did get a, um, a Dr. Pepper uh, 10, I think is what it's called, the, the 10 calorie one, um, oh, yeah. to try again. I, it's been years since I've had one of those, but I, I thought those were okay. But I figured if I'm drinking soda, drink diet soda that's not diet, that's just sort of fewer calories, but hopefully all the sugar that I need, you know. Oh, yeah, um, absolutely. So I'm going to try that one again and see see how that goes. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I'm curious now. It's probably, yeah, there's always like a Dr. Thunder and like there's mm-hmm. like other, the, yeah, the generic ones are always funny. Mm-hmm. Mr. Pitt can go fuck himself, you know. <laughs> I think that's the full title of that one. <laughs> so I'll check. I think, I'll that's part of, I think that's part of Dr. Pepper's new like marketing strategy mm. is uh, Mr. <laughs> Pitt can go fuck himself. <laughs> I love it because I love Dr. Pepper and uh, and their marketing and stuff. I have some old like tin signs from like World War II era. They used, mm-hmm. used to be uh, drink a bite to eat. Uh, which I thought was just <laughs> yeah, really goofy but, but fun. It's like mm-hmm. 10, 2, and 4. Have a Dr. Pepper. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. the new one. Mr. Pip can go fuck himself. It's progressive. <laughs> now, have, you seen the, have you seen the new Dr. Pepper commercials? There's like mm-hmm. an actual Dr. Pepper who like, <laughs> steps out of a <laughs> Dr. Pepper portal. It's like, oh, uh, in, it's like Dr. Strange makes these little like uh-huh. cola portals and he steps through. It's weird, but I think it's pretty cool. I like it. Right I like on. it. I don't, I'm going to sign off on Dr. Pepper. It's good. I honestly don't see um, like mini commercials at all anymore, you know, mm-hmm. like pretty much like the five seconds on YouTube uh, that mm-hmm. anything makes me watch or whatever. But I haven't seen any of those yet. So, <laughs> uh, well, when we were at the resort, all they had was, uh, you know, just regular like cable TV or whatever. Oh, so yeah. we ended up catching some commercials. Um, you know, when you when you watch MTV again, you know, I'm just a young millennial. Yep. You know, I'm going to watch MTV. <laughs> I need to learn all I can about Lil Yachty and. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 Aretha Franklin <laughs> saved it. Yeah, I was like, you could say like a bunch of names, and I would just be like, yeah, those are probably people I have. I have no idea. Oh man, oh, have you seen the new Poo Poo Rat video? <laughs> nope, but I believe it exists. Oh man, it features Come Tummy. Oh, dude, it's so awesome. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. We we are obviously with it. Um, uh-huh. I know all of these people that Brandon's mentioning. Everybody <laughs> does. Super big in the world. <laughs> well, Brent, uh, this has been good catching up a little bit since it's uh, been a while since we talked. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, he went, went for right it. into he it. He went yeah. for it. Like, damn. Um, but uh, yeah, you want to just say uh, we're doing it? We are. Super. Well, I'm Stephen Fisher. I'm Brent Hibbard. Welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff. On today's show, we are going to talk about uh, a little uh, movie franchise, d- just the first two, mm-hmm. John Wick. Yes. Maybe you've heard of it. Maybe you haven't. We, we kind of had. That's why we're late. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're going to discuss those. Um, I've uh, recently seen them. Steven has recently seen them. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we're, we're kind of playing a, a pop culture catch-up of sort on the yeah. first two movies. And... Um, yeah. Um, now, before we get into any of that stuff, I do want to mention that this is episode 99, meaning that uh, three, three episodes from... No, wait, one. 
carry the uh, carry, next episode yeah. next oh, episode yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's 100 right yeah that's well, right so you still have time to get in your roasts just send those to let's talk about stuff podcast at gmail.com you can do either an email and we will read that on the air or you can send an audio file uh you know if you just want to record something on your phone send that over uh, feel free and we will play that on the air so yeah there's still time we're going to uh, be able to do that up through uh, next Saturday or this Saturday? <laughs> what are we? Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, I probably should have uh, looked I this did, up. Yeah, but, I have uh, no idea. Oh. Uh, let's see, Saturday, 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 the 29th. So okay. if yeah. you can uh, get that over to us by June 29th, uh, we will uh, we will get that on the air for you. So uh, yeah, I think that's it. I think that's it for the housekeeping. Cool. At this Sounds point, good. Before we jump into John Wick talk, uh, I do want to talk about a, a few other things, but primarily Avengers issue 19. Mm-hmm. Do you have that pulled up and ready to go? Yeah. All right. So um, on this particular issue, I do want to mention that uh, one of the colorists on this is Justin Ponser, who recently passed away, unfortunately. Wow. He had a, 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 yeah, a couple-year-long battle with cancer, Holy and he's, he's been one of my favorite colors for a long time, so it was very sad. Um, and Marvel had, uh, in some of their more recent comics, I think they put a um, like a, an ad in their, their books uh, remembering him and, mm-hmm. and his work and everything, but yeah, he was a, a tremendous color artist, so uh, he'll, he'll be missed. He's, yeah. he's colored, I think, uh, part of this issue and maybe part of another one coming up later, but um, but yeah, I'm uh, really sad to uh, to see him go. Now, Eric Arsenega helps him with colors on this issue, uh, and it's also written by Jason Aaron and uh, penciled by Ed McGinnis with inks by Mark Morales, and I am still waiting on Comicsology to pull up the issue, so I'm going off of memory, so oh, wow, I don't remember did, who the, yeah, who the really letterer well. is. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh-huh, they're, they're right there on the cover. Uh-huh. He said all those names. That is that is correct. As soon as my iPad decides to display Comixology mm-hmm. for me, I will be happy to tell you exactly who the letterer is. But in the meantime, I guess I'm just going to, to uh, keep stalling here. Uh, now, this issue takes place, I guess, before the, the War of the Realms issue we read on the last episode. I was wondering, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I don't know if I, they were published out of order or mm. exactly what the, the issue was but um we uh, more than likely i probably just got them out of order when we were deciding what you issues to son of a bitch i did it i sabotaged it 99 episodes uh cory pettit is the letterer on this Corey okay. pettit. um so yeah so this issue is essentially seeing how the avengers um are able to defend avengers mountain uh when uh uh, there's a an assault by Frost Giants and Malekith's army and everything mm-hmm. and uh, and whatnot and uh, it uh, it's uh, it all comes down to one man one gorilla man oh wow if you will you guys missed yeah. the hair flip that was good Brent was you into did. it <laughs> um, now gorilla man as uh, as we've discussed on the episode or the episode the show before is the security officer for Avengers Mountain and. Um, yeah, he uh, it, it kind of shows how he uh, is able to um, defend the tower and, and get the I guess the the celestial powered up mm-hmm. uh, using the Earth's core to uh, defend a lot of the the frost giants and the uh, the no goodniks that are um, coming to assault the tower and whatnot. And uh, it ends on a bit of a twist. 
it does. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Stephen, what did you think of this issue? I thought it was uh, good. I obviously we've been reading this Avenger series and then the War of the Realm series, and I knew we'd come back to this, but. Uh, you had mentioned wanting to do this on the podcast today, and uh, the second I saw Gorilla Man, I was like, oh, okay, Brett, Brett was like, we got to do this, like, right now, <laughs> uh, which is rad, because he's awesome. Um, but yeah, I uh, I like that he was, like, a big part of the story. He's just fun to see as, a, a, like, a drawn mm-hmm. character, uh, I think. Right. Um, yeah. Like, he's, like, a gorilla, but he's he's a man, right? He's wearing clothes. He's got, like, jeans and, uh, like, a shirt mm-hmm. and everything. And just, like, the way he moves, I like some of the the drawings and stuff they did in this one where they did like silhouettes essentially, uh, which is mm-hmm. like colorful backgrounds and stuff, um, of him like yeah. fighting off the, the elves and stuff that kind of snuck in, um, which is pretty cool. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I dug it. Um, I was confused. There's only one part that really, I thought had any kind of meaning that it was like out of order. And it's whenever, uh, like Captain America and his group are like getting together to go like find Thor. And I was like, I think, I thought yeah. we already saw them there, but like I just took me a second. I was like, well, "That's weird," and I just moved on. The rest of it is actually like yeah. a pretty self-contained story. Uh, right. So that, that that was that was pretty fine. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, then like you said, there's a, a twist at the end which I did not see coming, and I do not like because uh, I like Gorilla Man, and I thought that mm-hmm. uh, it was good. His his trajectory in this book was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Until yeah. that twist. And you, sir. Um. So. This is a story. All about how Gorilla Man's life got turned upside down. So I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there. I'll tell you how Gorilla Man became the betrayer in the Avengers lair. That's good. And that's pretty much just just the last page. Um, Yeah. (laughs) It's it's revealed that uh, Gorilla Man, um, you know, in in earlier issues of the series... um, it's uh, Gorilla Man kind of tells his story about how um, he he was at like a uh, was it like a, a treasure hunter or something like that like an adventurer back in the day, and um, he went after the Gorilla Man at that time. He was like a human person, um, Ken Hale, and he uh, he hunted down the Gorilla Man at that time, killed him, and then the way the curse works is he became Gorilla Man and he's functionally immortal until he's killed and uh which is weird right like every everything's everything kind of immortal <laughs> till it's, it's killed <laughs> well he's gonna last a lot longer i guess so yeah. you know like i guess he's not going to like get naturally sick yeah. or whatever like he doesn't have to worry about cancer or whatever i don't know mm-hmm. um so as long as he doesn't get his head cut off he gets to stay alive um i think the bgs wrote a song about him actually uh anyway so he's <laughs> He's figured out, you know, a way to lift the curse, and the way to do that is uh, evidently he's made a deal with um, some people. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, uh, man, who is this? It's, uh, I can't think of the name of the dog. Oh, he's, uh, he's with Dracula and his uh, skull face dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dracula's not there, but he's, uh, he goes to talk to, uh, yeah, whatever that dog's name is. I don't remember I know, what I can't it remember is his now. Name is. Um, and, uh, Scully. Sarge. Sarge, Sarge right? Yeah, that was, you say that was close. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, I like yours better actually. <laughs> <laughs> makes makes more sense. Yeah, cool. Um, but but yeah, evidently he's made a uh, a deal behind the scenes to serve Dracula, in the hopes that Dracula will help lift his curse and uh, he can be he can be done. So yeah, um, yeah. So I, I did not see that that twist coming I when know. I got to that Sad. that uh, the last couple of pages there. I was like, oh man, I had no idea. I did not know that. Oh god. I yeah. uh, I have a feeling though that Dracula is not going to help him the way he thinks at least 
Um, you don't think Dracula's a stand-up guy? I don't. I don't think that. And also, uh, if you are <laughs> cursed to be uh, an immortal version of yourself you don't like, and you make a deal with Dracula, of all people, to help you, I think you're going to find that you're going to be cursed with immortality in a version of yourself you don't like again. <laughs> I'm just saying, if anything, you'll become a man who gets turned into a vampire. That's all I see this going. So I don't know that that's a better option for him. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he likes the taste of blood. Yeah, You never know. Hey, Ken, you know how uh, you can go out during any time of the day you want without any <laughs> yeah. issues? Well, let me tell you <laughs> a little something about a... <laughs> Cursed with vampirism. Uh, daylight, not anymore. Mm-mm. Nope. Ain't gonna happen. I, uh, also, you need to drink a lot of blood, yeah. which is gross. <laughs> it's just gross. It's just gross. Yeah. Um, plus, I mean, like, kind of like Beast in the X-Men movies, like the, the, the newer ones, like First Class and stuff, where he's, like, upset mm-hmm. about his feet. Uh, I'm like, that sounds awesome. If I could have, like, basically thumbs on my feet and hang from things, and, like, that sounds great. Uh, I mean, I don't want to mm-hmm. be turned into a gorilla necessarily, but... Uh, I just think it's a better option than blood drinking. Oh, ooh, feet thumbs. I think feet thumbs are pretty cool. Your <laughs> wife wouldn't like them, but I think they'd be awesome. <laughs> well, I don't know, because at that point, they'd almost be like hands, right? And, she's and she okay doesn't have a, a hand issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she's just okay with hands. Yeah. <laughs> she's, not... <laughs> she's hands on hands. Yeah, yeah she's hands on hands. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I, uh, I really like this, uh, the, the twist part of the issue. And of course I, I love the way that, uh, Gorilla Man is drawn in this, this oh, yeah? comic. It's cool. Um, I can only hope that we eventually get like an MCU version of Gorilla Man just so everyone <sighs> else can it. be let in on the secret mm-hmm. of the Gorilla Absolutely. Man and just to, to in- enjoy how awesome he is. Mm-hmm. I need to see it. And I like at the beginning of the issue where he's talking to Ursa Major you know, they're yeah, just hanging out uh-huh. at a zoo because it's inconspicuous, <laughs> even though you've got a gorilla in a, <laughs> in a button-up shirt. Yeah, that you know? was funny, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, yeah, they were like, swing. what's what's worse? Should we just go to a bar and have a gorilla talking with a, a bear in a bar? And I was like, I, I, they've kind of got a point, but I don't, you had to sneak into the zoo. You had to like, I don't know, it seems like a lot of work. Maybe <laughs> yeah. you could have just met like in a secret location, but that's yeah. cool. Also, like, I don't think they, in a zoo, I don't think they mix the animals together. No, yeah, certainly. right. Like, that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, a bear's in there with the <laughs> gorilla habitat. Totally or vice versa, fine. you know? And yeah, they're be weird. drinking. Um, yeah. Okay, that's cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, it I seems like they're very loudly speaking English <laughs> yeah, as well. Right. Oh, all right. <laughs> and, well, we're at a zoo, so it has to be normal. It's got to be inconspicuous, <laughs> as they said. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it was, uh, we'll see how this twist goes, but, uh, I'm afraid mm-hmm. for Gorilla Man. Mm-hmm. I hope that he does a double cross against Dracula and, uh, redeems himself. We'll see how this plays out, though. Are you talking about a triple cross? Classic triple cross? Yes. Oh, my God. I hope it happens. It, <laughs> we'll, we'll keep our, our hands and our feet thumbs crossed. <laughs> and, uh, it comes true. <laughs> I don't have it yet. I'm working on it. I well, want them. By the end of this episode, oh, feet thumbs. Okay, we're just gonna evolve, just like concentrate, just like mm. just power up. The rest of the episode is just us going. <laughs> Somebody just scrubs through and gets to the last hour and a half, and it's just like us, just like oh, I think they were broadcasting on a toilet this time. I, I oh, guess wow. so. That's weird. And then it's gonna be our highest rated episode ever. Absolutely. Most yeah, the the ones we least uh, suspect, mm-hmm. expect. One of those. Yeah. Both. Those are usually the, the, the ones with the higher listener count. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> People find them. 
That's weird. It is weird. <laughs> All right. So let's uh, let's jump over to um, some uh, some more mini topic discussions. Okay. Um, I want to tell you about a, a couple of things I've seen recently. Sweet. Um, so I, uh, upon our conversation, I did rewatch Point Break. I oh, watched that last awesome. night, as a What'd matter of fact. And uh, oh man, such a fun movie! It's like awesome, Patrick right? Swayze, Patrick Swayze just like kills it in Hell that role. Yes. Like, man, it's so good. Like he was such a, a great actor in that movie. Yeah. Um, I can't remember seeing a ton of his other movies. Like I've seen Ghost, mm-hmm. um, but I don't. I don't know that I've ever seen like Dirty Dancing oh, or really? anything like that. Uh, I'm just like aware dancing, of yeah. like of of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, yeah, such a great movie, uh, and. Man, Catherine Bigelow is just so good. Like yep. she does a, a lot of like um, when the the robbers are getting like masked up and loading their weapons and everything. She does a lot of like close like quick cuts and everything, mm-hmm. but it's never confusing. Yeah. Um, I'm with like you. in some of the um, some more like modern movies, like I'm trying to think of like um, I think like the the newest Godzilla movie even mm-hmm. had a lot of like close up shots that are just like. I don't know if it's just because I was watching it in the theater and it was just like like too much like all at once, but uh, it just didn't didn't work when they did that. But it, it works really well here, mm-hmm. um, even though you know they're not CGI lizard monsters. You know, well, yeah. <laughs> I'll cut her some slack on that. <laughs> um, but uh, and then uh, Anthony Kiedis is in this movie, yes. the lead singer of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, yeah. he gets the shit kicked out of him. Uh, he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, I think he like gets his foot blown off oh, or yeah, something like that yeah, like he, he, he like gets that. shot in the foot or something like that um and uh, i'm surprised you didn't mention that on the uh the the episode when you uh you mentioned it but mm-hmm. you know i guess you didn't want to give it away give it away give it away now um <laughs> that was so good. that was yeah. good i like it <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you i shall be finishing this episode just doing constant bows thank you thank you oh a rose oh. i mean a rose oh, wow <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, Point Break, Point Break was great. Awesome. Um, so another thing that I watched, um, let's see, uh, recently iTunes had put, uh, they'd had a, a sale on some of the like DC movies. Okay. And I'm still not to the point where I'm, I'm going to pull the trigger on them, mm-hmm. but I'd heard nothing but good things about Aquaman. And it was nine ninety nine on iTunes, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Man, this is tempting. This is tempting." But I don't know. What if I don't like it? I'm gonna have this in my collection the whole time, so yep. I didn't buy it. However, this movie was playing on <gasps> one of my flights that I was on to Barbados. Oh, Brent! Did you get so to I see did it? Watch it? I did get to see oh, it man. for free. <laughs> the best way. <laughs> yeah, or I guess technically, you know paid for sure. in my air, airline ticket but you know yeah. you know i didn't have to spend any extra money to watch this so i watched it and i can say i've seen aquaman yep okay. i can say that you I have can, seen i've it. seen i've seen the movie okay. <laughs> so is that high praise i think we can all agree aquaman is a movie and and you have eyes and i've got eyes i've and, seen it <laughs> They have gazed upon the movie. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I think we're all in agreement there. I I actually wondered if you would like this movie, like, uh, especially removed from the theater and, like, purchasing it and stuff or whatever, like, if you'd be like, Mm -hmm. yeah, it was okay. Um, Because it it did, like, people seem to have liked it, and it seems, like, very fantastical and fun in in some Uh, regards. 
you know? It made a billion dollars worldwide. So my, my curiosity was peaked, you know? Yeah. And it did seem like in some of the trailers it was going in a, uh, like a more fun direction. Um, have, you, have you seen this? I have not. I've been curious. Okay. Well, Stephen, I can tell you <laughs> not, not, to, not to necessarily bother with it. Like, don't, don't get out of your yeah. way. Um, the costuming looks really good. And the um, some of the special effects look pretty good, but some of them look just like weird. Like mm. the the DC movies just seem very. Um, they use a lot of green screen where they don't necessarily need to. Like there's and it's some shots of uh, yeah, there's some shots of like outside of a lighthouse that are obviously green screened, and it's just man, it just it's like you can go there, it, it, you know? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I'm curious because. Obviously, uh, as we've talked a lot on the podcast, we're not huge fans of the Wonder Woman movie, but the uh, new poster they released for uh, Wonder Woman 1984, I think is what it's called. Oh, my God. Yeah. It, it looks like it's it's like all gold or whatever, and it looks like it's like leaning into the Aquaman, like goofy, fun aspect they're kind of mm-hmm. trying to change into. And so that you say this now is like it really doesn't bode well for me, uh, mm. like any kind of excitement about that film either. So, yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I I really like that uh, that Wonder Woman poster that they released, it where it's cool. like su- super colorful and everything. She's got this different costume on, um, and I was like, man, like part of me wants to to see this, but I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I there I've sat through so many DC movies at this point where I've just like at the the best I've been like, yeah, that was okay. Yeah, right. You know? I know, yeah. I know. I had some uh, drunk exuberance off of Justice League, and you know what? Mm-hmm. That's on me. That's on me. <laughs> I take it back. Um, I have a, a, because I watched it with you and we were, we were drinking and stuff. I had a, a good memory of watching justice league and at least making fun of it, but it's definitely not a good movie, yeah. you know? Oh no, no, um, no. Um, but, uh, but yeah, Aquaman was, uh, it was all right. Like it was, it seemed very long. Like they really were taking their time. Mm. And it's another one of these DC movies where it's like this hero derives their power from a magical weapon, which is not true. That's not true. That's not true oh, for yeah. Wonder Woman. That's not true for Aquaman. <laughs> yeah. But in both movies, they're like, and they have this magic sword, or they have this magic trident. And I don't know. It's just, why? Where are you, where are you coming up with this? Yeah. Like, why, are you, why are you going out of your way? And Aquaman, as a character, doesn't really change at all in this movie. Like, mm. he's the lead character. You'd think he would have some type of personal growth. His, like, status changes. On Facebook? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> He, he changed it from single to it's complicated. Yeah. You know, he's got a, a complicated relationship with the sea. He's fucking a fish. Sure. Yeah. 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 Consensually. Consensually. Yeah. You know, but yeah, obviously it's complicated. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. It is complicated. You know, um, but yeah, like he starts off with like just being a dude in the water uh, to later on. He's like a dude in the water that has an orange and green uh, costume. Okay. Um, so I mean, that's cool. Right. He literally changed <laughs> pants. So uh-huh. yeah. you know he changes yeah. the character. Yeah. So yeah. Easy that's how you know. That's the only way. That's, that's the only way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's a, a weird shot of Amber Heard like going to uh, some outdoor market. And they do this thing that they do in like Disney movies where the, the princess walks out there and she like twirls around <laughs> at, at disbelief. And what's around her? It's like, oh, this is what humanity looks like. <laughs> People coming up to sell me things, and then give me a a, a book about I don't know, it's some like storybook about uh, Jonah and the whale or something like that. I don't know. Mm. Or Pinocchio. Pinocchio is what it yeah, is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. With the whale. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, because they hide in a well's mouth. And I don't know why a kid just happened to have that book and show it to her and she busts <laughs> Aquaman's chops or whatever. But uh, yeah, it's weird. Huh. So Aquaman is a movie. And that's all we have to say about it. Uh, that's all we have to say about it. Um, I feel like I feel good about this because I, I wondered <laughs> about watching it. And now I feel like I'm good. Brent, Brent yeah. did it for me. I, um, that's right. <laughs> if I happen to catch it somewhere for free, then that's fine. But mm-hmm. otherwise, I'm, I'm glad to know uh, it didn't live up to any kind of hype for, for us. Oh, no. Because no. I, I know that I, I'll feel the same way that you do. Or worse, yeah, I had so. a coworker that was like, oh, dude, you are going to miss out. You, there, it's just so it's so cool. I think you'll like this one. And I was like, I'll just I'll just watch it when it comes on TV. He's like, no, you have to see this in theaters. You're going to miss out on it. I'm like, well, I can, like, I, I get it. Like, I, like, if the only reason you like the movie is because it was big on a screen, maybe it's not a good movie. There but you no, go. dude, it's just there so much you. spectacle. I, I don't know. I don't know, man. I like, <laughs> I, I can imagine being, like, seeing this in a theater and just being, like, bored with it mm-hmm. uh, pretty, pretty quickly or uh, disappointed with it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that it's necessarily a boring movie, um, but... I don't know. It's just weird. That's weird that they make movies like their, it's a, like their their template is the Sam Raimi Spider Man movies. <laughs> <laughs> They're like people loved these. Let's do, uh-huh. let's bring that back. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting choice, DC. Mm-hmm. Interesting choice. Now to uh, finish off the uh, the mini topic thing here, um, I do want to mention that also last night mm-hmm. when we finally made it back to Oklahoma and we're greeted by. You know, rain, you know, showers. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, thanks, Oklahoma. I missed this. <laughs> Fucking dick. Um, so we, we came back and uh, we uh, went out and uh, got some quick food, brought it back, and sat down to watch Bumblebee. I finally have oh, seen okay. it. The uh, Transformers um, origin story. And then after the fact, they've decided it's a reboot, which. Thank goodness, because it it doesn't make sense with like any of the other five movies. But those original five movies didn't make sense with no. them themselves at all. Yeah. No. Um, so I'm I'm totally fine with them rebooting it, especially if it's going to be as good as this. Stephen oh, Bumblebee sweet. was so much fun. Awesome. Um, now I want to. I'm, I'm I was trying to. Ever since I've seen it, I've been trying to trying to uh, figure out how to um, put this into context, but it's like they were going for an Amblin movie, but it's not that. Excellent. Okay. Sure. Uh, so it, it has the, um, takes place in 87. Um, they've got a, a young girl who discovers essentially an alien and they have an adventure, right? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of Spielbergian Amblin-ish right there. Yeah. Um, but it's done with a more modern sensibility, um, more modern like camera techniques. One of the things I liked about this is that with the Michael Bay Transformers movies, um, because Travis Knight directs this one, um, anytime the Transformers are on screen, guess what? That camera's moving all the time, all, constantly moving. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it pans up and down and around and everything. It's like, just leave the camera stationary. Yeah. Just leave it there. I'm sure the animators fucking hate you. <laughs> they have to keep track of all of this. Um, and this movie does that. It like will just set the the camera there and then like let... Um, Charlie, who's played by um, Haley Stein- Steinfeld. Steinfeld. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the deal with her? <laughs> no, okay. Uh, and then, <laughs> and then uh, let her and Bumblebee interact in the frame uh, with it just like sitting there. So it's it's nice. It's uh, it 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 seems uh, maddening when you're watching the Michael Bay movies just because mm-hmm. 
first of all, quality is not good, but um, the camera won't stop moving. If you have motion sickness, you're just going to constantly be thrown up on your crotch. Yep. Um, That's the best place to do it. <laughs> so I know that you, I mean, overall, though, you like the Transformers series and stuff. Like, you love, you like Transformers, right? I think you have uh, all I like of them. Uh, I have all of them. They are actually, you know, our house is actually made out of transformers oh, wow. that I've collected over the years. Yeah, That's very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so like yeah, the whole it's, thing can just it's get raining up. right now, and there's it's just like leaking through. There's a lot of like <laughs> there's no weathering whatsoever. Oh, no, no. Uh, no uh-uh. But I, uh, I I'm not a huge fan of the series, but I I do like the first movie, and it's been. Uh, a while, you might say, mm-hmm. uh, since I've seen it. And I, it's one of the topics I've, I would love to discuss on the show is just the, the first movie, but then I've thought about Bumblebee. Oh, yeah. Maybe we'll do that as like a package deal. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Basically, what I regard as the, from what I've heard about Bumblebee, because I haven't seen it yet, but uh, the, the two good ones. Um, mm-hmm. I tried two like when it came out, and I think I watched three when it came out, and I was just like, they just got worse and worse, and I just gave up after that. And mm-hmm. uh, But I still... You know, I, I still liked the first one from what I remember. So I'm kind of curious mm-hmm. to watch this one now because I've heard such great things about it. Oh, my God. They they start off with a bang on this one. Like, it opens with the, the Transformers on Cybertron. So mm-hmm. you see, you know, a lot of the uh, the main characters. Like, you see Optimus Prime and every, everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a, a battle between the Autobots and Decepticons there. And there's a lot of destruction and whatnot, so the the CGI artists like worked overtime. But the coolest fucking thing is that they've used the original like character designs from like the the toys and mm-hmm. and the uh, the cartoon and and uh, and comics and whatnot. Um, they're a little bit revamped to mm-hmm. fit in more with like um, how technology works and whatnot, uh, and you know mechanics and and everything. But for the most part, they look fairly close cool. to the original designs and I don't know why they like went back and changed everything just because it's I guess Michael Bay he's like eh we'll do this you know yeah right um, but yeah this one is, is so much better and I think that's awesome. part of the reasons that a lot of Transformers fans like this movie so much is that it really paid homage to um, you know the nostalgia that the toys bring and whatnot mm-hmm. and uh, it man this this movie was fun from start to finish awesome. uh, there there <laughs> There's actually a point in this movie where I teared up a little bit um, Ooh, with uh, okay. with Haley Steinfeld's character, and um, another good, thing man. is she she really is. Yeah. I was really impressed. Um, she will like interact with Bumblebee, and she'll like put her hand on his his shoulder or whatever, or, like touch his face. And a lot of the times when they do that, it it just looks weird. It, it looks fake uh-huh. whenever people's uh, hands interact with a, a CGI um, creation. But they really went out of their way to to make it work. I think they nice. had like physical objects for her to touch on certain parts, and then they added CGI around it. Cool. But man, it it looked really good. I was really impressed with with the whole thing. So definitely check out Bumblebee. It was uh it was awesome. Brandy fell asleep halfway through it. Yeah. So this morning she was like, I guess we'll need to finish Bumblebee sometime today. I was like, hell yeah, hell <laughs> so yeah. Let's go again. I definitely want to go back. Yeah. <laughs> That's rad. That sounds yeah. really cool, man. Um, yeah. I, uh, I'm definitely excited to uh, to watch that now. So it's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, I was gonna throw into I I have like I've been watching so much shit that uh, eventually mm-hmm. we will talk about. But um, there were uh, there was one that I wanted to mention because you had talked about it first. So we watched Always Be My Maybe uh, oh, on Netflix, yeah. uh, which I thought was mm-hmm. okay. Um, okay. Uh, I have to say, uh, partly I, I I don't remember a whole lot of it. It was a, it was like a typical rom com or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. I did love the Keanu Reeves scenes though, and like you said, there's so much more than I saw in the little <laughs> clip. 
Um, yeah, he, he's in there for like a decent he, chunk yeah. of the movie, right? And, it's like, yeah. I don't know, maybe 20 minutes? Sure, yeah, minutes, somewhere around there. there. Um, I thought he was super funny. Um, I loved uh, Randall Park. Um, I thought Ali Wong was okay, but I prefer, her, like, her stand-up is fucking great. And I prefer her, like, more in that role than I thought um, as sort of, like, just like a regular actress, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, but, yeah, it was, it was all right, but uh, I did love the, uh, the Keanu Reeves stuff for sure. Yeah. Oh, I should, I should mention that uh, Randall Park has a part in Aquaman, so... Oh, okay. Didn't know that. He was, he was in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, movie. man, that's so funny. All right, well, you want to get yep. on to the main topic now? Let's do it. Uh, grab your candles and hold on to them tight because we're going after those wicks, baby. We're talking about John Wick <laughs> and John Wick Chapter 2. <laughs> this is the story of Bed Bath & Beyond, or no, like Bath & Body Works. <laughs> And their three-week candles sailed in. And now their lives got yeah. turned upside down. <laughs> when an assassin working in the factory. It's crazy. People didn't expect that. Candle story. Wow. Mm-hmm. Came out of nowhere. Yeah. Did you know the original name of the movie was Factory Assassin? <laughs> it's true. Don't Google that. <laughs> definitely true. Uh, but definitely Wikipedia that. Yeah. <laughs> it's on there now. Um, yeah, so you you had mentioned recently that you watched uh, John Wick and John Wick 2. You gave like a little mini review of those, and uh, that mm-hmm. inspired me to finally go ahead and give them a shot, so we decided to throw it on the episode as our main topic today. And okay. uh, I love it because, you know, our podcast is just so timely and relevant. Um, so obviously, as uh, these are like uh, something like two and, and five years old, and their third movie is, mm-hmm. has just come out, we haven't seen it. Uh, we're gonna review these now, so it's you know I think it's I think it's time. Um, <laughs> yeah. The people have spoken, and we've eventually gotten around to it. Um, uh-huh. So I didn't make like notes on this because I'm yeah. I'm just going off of my memory from a few weeks ago or whatever, a month ago, <laughs> whenever it was. Whatever. Um, yeah. I'm with so, you. Yeah, same um, here. I, and I watched them back to back, so I I don't necessarily know like where one ends and the other begins you know so it's all kind of yeah. like merged in there because it's like uh, it's together. just four days apart for the uh between the two movies so it's set online so oh, was it really yeah it's just four days later so um mm-hmm. i think uh I- i'm curious to get like a i guess a little recap again of what you had said before maybe but uh mm-hmm. and we can go through a lot more of it obviously but uh, personally i felt i wish that i had waited i watched this uh uh, I watched John Wick one night and then John Wick 2 the next night. And I feel like mm-hmm. I could have used some breathing room between it. Um, mm, I, okay. I, even though the stories are connected that way, I was, I, I liked the first one. And then when I watched the second one, I was like, well, this is just more of the same. And I got mm-hmm. a little bored yep. with it almost. Uh, but I don't think it's necessarily boring. Uh, and the, the story isn't boring. It's just like the action and stuff. I was like, well, I, I literally just saw the same style of action like yesterday. And it's, mm-hmm. it's not that much more impressive to watch it again. Um, hmm. I think after okay. time, I will, I will forgive that, though. And it really was just uh, me watching them in a row for the first time like that, um, personally. So Yeah. Wow. That's, uh, that's interesting, Stephen. That's mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's probably true for me as well. Because, yeah, yeah it, it, there is a ton of action mm-hmm. in these movies. A ton. And, you know, all the action is well choreographed. Yeah. Um, it's just a lot of it. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, and I love action movies. I do. I really do. But it, it's almost to the point where it's like they're they're so light on story mm. at portions of this that it's 
It's just like, well, here's here's some more action. And again, you know, the first time I've and only time I've seen the movies this far or thus far, um, I didn't really know what they were other than mm-hmm. like revenge movies um, about uh, a guy whose wife had passed away and then um, he goes out and kills people because of a uh, a murdered puppy. Yeah, the the greatest crime of all. Absolutely. Um, and uh, I, other than that, I, I really don't remember anything from like trailers for either of the movies. Sure. Um, so it was all it was all brand new. Um, and I guess we should just go ahead and mention that you know there are going to be spoilers. Yeah. Uh, here throughout this, uh, partially because um, I, I don't remember. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what was in advertising and what <laughs> That's wasn't. That's true. Yeah. So. Uh, we'll, we'll probably just delve into it. So from this point forward, just just expect spoilers. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't remember which of these two movies it is, but um, I really like the part where he's uh, in his car and it transforms into a yellow um, <laughs> VW Bug. Brent, and I then don't... he's he's Haley Steinfeld. Mm-hmm. And then um, she uh, uh, replaces his radio and... <laughs> It was, it was, it was really cool. I like that one. I like would that you one. S- Brent, I, I think that's a different movie, but would you say you love Bumblebee? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, actually, Stephen, if we could just watch Bumblebee live on the air right now <laughs> and then talk about it afterwards, I'd be much happier than talking about the John Wick movies. <laughs> Look, the part where John Cena comes in. <laughs> Okay, and and Keanu Reeves is a transformer at this point. Okay, Okay. so got it. Yeah, he's (laughs) he's come rocketing toward Earth. (laughs) All right, so so for uh, for John Wick, um, one thing I uh, I wanted to to mention is uh, did did we mention this on the the previous episode? I don't even remember. Uh, I I know it's something that I wanted to bring up, Uh so I don't remember if I did or not, but. Honestly, the people who listen to this, uh, yeah. they don't they don't listen to all the episodes. They duck in and out. Yeah. I don't blame them. You know? Yeah. Duck in and out of an episode. Go ahead and scrub forward. No, don't. Um, so there's a, a thing about uh, useless CGI mm-hmm. um, on the internet. And uh, one of those, those clips that is mentioned is uh, in this movie where the dog goes out to poop. And... Oh. Uh, he, he poops in the yard and then comes back like that shot with the poop behind it. That's CGI poop. <laughs> <laughs> I think you did mention, I think you mentioned something about that, uh, which I didn't really yeah. see. I wasn't paying attention. Uh, I didn't notice it. Was oh, a, I went I'm, back and yeah. <laughs> I took another look at it and I was like, oh, okay, I can see it. You're like, I can see Brent it. knows his poop. All right. And that mm-hmm. is not real poop. It has like the uncanny valley. If you look at it. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Unsmelly Valley. Um, yeah, and I guess, I don't know, harder to actually just wait for a dog to, to poop, but it doesn't seem like it yeah. would take too long. I mean, dogs mm-hmm. poop all the time. Um, yeah, you think they could have, like, the um, effects warehouse just, like, work up some that easy, yeah. dog poo? Yeah, you know. Yeah, they really, that's one thing I don't like about um, modern CGI is I guess it's just so cheap, but also... Um, faster for like not having to reset pieces or whatever like or if you're gonna like reshoot a scene or whatever like it's just easier to be like oh yeah we'll just do that cgi like whatever there's just there's just so many tools available now for that but there's some things that i'm like man it it was it's not hard though to make like a physical prop and not just like poop but like anything like there's some some different movies where i'm just like but like it would look infinitely better if you just did that real 
But instead, you just decided <laughs> yeah. to do this for no reason. Like, I just don't understand those little those little things that would be so cheap and easy to make in real life as well. But uh, then they don't. Do you remember the movie Wanted with James McAvoy and Angelina Jolie? Against My Better Wishes, I do remember that. Yeah. There, there, yeah. Uh, <laughs> there was a, a shot in that movie. I think it was that movie where um, they're like like panning through a warehouse or something like that. And in the foreground, like as you're like going through the like walls of it or whatever, there's some CGI rats they put in there. Oh, it was okay. like, yeah, it's not that. like the rats were important to the story. Like yeah, you could right. have just not had rats. Yeah. Like you, you spent, you spent part of your budget on CGI rats, but why? Like why would you, why? Good. Yeah. Just put some rats in there. Like you're just zooming past it. Or, we're not going to find out the, the lives of these rats. Yeah. Right. Just like, just put some rats in there. If they're like, if they stop moving or just hanging out there, it's fine. That's, you know, I don't expect, they're not like sharks. I don't, <laughs> I don't expect rats to constantly be moving or they die. You know, they can go that long. monster squad route and not employ rats at all. And just bring in armadillos and call them rats. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Holy shit. I forgot about that. That's right. <laughs> it's the most amazing piece of, of feature film I've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> these rats are curled up into balls now. <laughs> what kind of weird rats are these? Real ones, oh, the real man. rats. Uh, Don't question it. So, um, I, I think that the so I, I guess we could we could go through a few of the like people involved and like plot the overarching mm-hmm. plot of these of these films. Um, mm-hmm. So this was directed by uh, officially directed by Chad St- Selhelsky. Uh, but also the first one was directed, uh, co-directed by David Leach. And there was something with the director's guild where he got taken off and he's just a producer on it. But apparently he, he they both directed this one. Um, and then the, the sequels are both only directed by Chad, uh, Stahelski. So, um, okay. so the other guy did kind of drop out from the directing roles. So I don't know what happened there. There's not a whole lot of info I could find online, but, uh, but anyway, uh, obviously starring Keanu Reeves. Um, it's got a bunch of other people. I don't remember all, like all of their names. Um, uh, Ian McShane, I, the main ones that I, I liked though were like Ian McShane uh, plays uh, the owner of a, a, the Continental Hotel, which is like a, mm-hmm. a hotel that they can go and it's for like assassins and whatever, the underworld and stuff to uh, kind of relax and they, they can't kill each other there and stuff. Uh, John Leguizamo, who I always love seeing, oh, and yeah. uh, he ran the, uh, the chop shop. Um, that they bring John Wick's car to, uh, and then mm-hmm. Willem Dafoe, who I didn't know was in this at all. Like you said, I also like don't remember the trailers for this at all. The advertising, it just, I didn't care for it at the time, so I didn't even know he was in this. And uh, he plays like a fairly big role. Uh, <laughs> That's right. I totally forgot. Yeah. He was yeah. <laughs> also in Aquaman. Oh, well, back to oh, you. Wow, interesting. Wow. Yeah. A lot of good people in that shitty movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. yep. But uh, and uh, Willem Dafoe is always awesome. So. Uh, you know, he was good to see him uh, when I didn't expect it. But, uh, but yeah, so this it basically start, it starts off where uh, John Wick is an assassin. His wife has died of some terminal illness, and she surprises him by delivering a puppy, a beagle, to his door to kind of help him with the, the coping experience. Uh, he also, uh, another thing I didn't know in this movie, uh, that it involved them stealing his car. Um, and it's an amazing car. It's a 1969 Ford Mustang Mach 1. It's fucking amazing. I love Mustangs. Uh, they're my favorite cars. So seeing that in here, I was like, that's awesome. Um, and I'm glad it like plays a part in the sequels and stuff. But uh, mm-hmm. essentially, these these like Russian gangsters see him at a gas station and they want to buy his car. He doesn't want to sell it. They follow him home, uh, kick the shit out of him, steal his car, and kill his puppy for some reason. 
and uh, don't realize that he is actually a like a retired uh, like uber assassin, uh, Baba Yaga. Um, <laughs> Who, uh, <laughs> who, Wait, uh, does this movie tie in with, I think, with Ant Man yeah, 2? I didn't realize. Ant-Man I also, was. I was wondering when Ant Man 2 came out, uh, because that was just not too long ago, right? That was after these came out. Um, yeah, that, that came out in, uh, 2018. Okay, yeah. So, like, uh, whenever Ant Man 2 came out, Ant Man the Wasp, I was like, that was the first I'd really heard of, like, Baba Yaga. And I thought that was, like, hilarious. Oh, really? Okay. There's, there's yeah. a whole subset of the entire, of the, like, the world that was like, oh, yeah, they talk about that a lot in John Wick movies. And I had no clue. That, that was, like, a pop culture reference I never connected <laughs> yeah. uh, until I watched this one. But, um, yeah, so essentially he uh, he goes to, to get his car back and to avenge his dog and uh, gets, like, roped back into the world. And uh, that's, that's, like, the first movie. He's he's basically just trying to track down this, this fucking punk kid who's the son of a a major like Russian crime syndicate uh, leader or whatever, and uh, and does a whole bunch of fucking action in between to uh, to get back at him. So, so one of the problems I have with the first movie is I feel like it doesn't understand how commerce works. Like there's this guy <laughs> who wants to buy a vehicle, just simply purchase a vehicle, and he's turned down because the vehicle's not for sale. End of discussion. Mm-hmm. Move on with your life. But no, he's like, no, I really want it. So I guess. I don't know. I guess I'll track him down, break into his house, uh, attempt to kill him, definitely kill any other living creatures that yep. are there, and just take it. No, that's not how it works. <laughs> no, no, that's not how we do things here. You have to save up your money. Yeah, go, start a paper go on auto trader. Okay? <laughs> you know, like like everybody else. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I'm, the story overall is, like, a, a simple one. Like, it's just, like, a revenge thriller. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw some reviews of this. It's, like, an elevated B-movie, you know? Like, it has a B-movie plot. Um, but it's, like, I, I do, like, like the action of this I thought was good. Um, the mm-hmm. fighting is, is intense. Um, the, the directors had uh, been stunt choreographers, like, yeah, choreographers and uh, choreographers. And... Um, uh, like second unit directors on different things. They had, they met Keanu Reeves during the matrix and, oh, okay. um, they were, they were like stunt doubles for him and stuff. Uh, one of them was a stunt double for, uh, Brandon Lee and the crow and, uh, helped finish the film whenever Brandon Lee was, was tragically killed on set, um, towards the end of the crow. Um, mm-hmm. so that was, it, they have an interesting history with, you know, it, it definitely felt though. I, I'd say this movie felt like, um, it came from the minds of stunt, stunt coordinators and stuff. Uh, basically where they're like, we've always worked with these directors and like, yeah, we want to do this stuff. Um, but this is what they would do. And that's a pretty cool thing. And I also think that it was good enough though, that they were actually like decent directors. Like, I think this is like a well-made movie. Um, but it, it, it does like come from the bent, you know, from that, from the angle of, uh, of like stunt choreographers and stuff. How do I keep saying mm-hmm. that way? Choreographers. There we go. Um, I think there are some really like beautiful shots in each of these movies, mm-hmm. like the way um, some of the the um, not just the violence, but like just the way that um, like a shot is set up. Like you'll have, yeah. especially I think it's in the second movie where uh, uh, John Wick is on one side, and then like Common's character, I can't remember mm-hmm. his name, is is on the opposite end, and just the like staging of it. I think it looks great. I love the use of color in both of these movies. There's a lot of like vibrant, like, uh, yellows and pinks and, Mm -hmm. and and blues and purples and, and, uh, and stuff like that, which you don't normally see in action movies. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, but I don't know. I, I feel like I'm, 
I'm, I, I, for some reason, I'm just not like picking up on what like everyone else mm-hmm. in that's into these movies is into. Yeah, I guess. I don't. I don't know if maybe I need to go back and rewatch them, and maybe now that I know yeah. kind of the lay of the land, it, it, it will work a little bit better for me. But I don't know. I was. Uh, I wouldn't say disappointed by them. I just um, wasn't blown away by them. I guess. Yeah, I. As everyone uh, else. I think, you know, like I had mentioned whenever you talked about watching them the other week, um, I had started the first one um, like years ago and, and then didn't finish it. I just watched like, the first little bit. And uh, there was something that Wait, just... Wait, like how far did you make it into that first movie? Though? I think I saw... I think I got basically to the dog killing and I was like, man, I don't really want to watch this right now. So <laughs> it's, it, it's heavy. It really wasn't that it's far in, right? Yeah, but it's just like, yeah. I just don't care for that. Like, and it's, it's a good like... Uh, like you said, like that's the worst crime you could commit, right? Like that's a mm-hmm. good starting off point for a revenge film, but uh, it's still hard mm-hmm. to watch. And I, don't, I just don't, I don't know. It just turned me off or whatever. I think I probably made it a little bit past that because that that happens like fairly early. But um, after you know, you would mention it and stuff. I, I I think because your kind of lukewarm response to it, I decided when I when I watched it, I was like, yeah, I actually liked it more than I think Brent did. Um, oh, okay, I, good. I thought the first one was was really pretty good, and I, I think I would watch it a lot. It'll probably get put in my rotation now. Um, the second one, like I mentioned, though, like I think I just watched it too soon, um, and I kind of want to give it some space and uh, and then see how I feel about it. I, I do like the overarching story, like that it just mm-hmm. takes place a few days later, and it's like like my my first thing when I started watching the second one is I was like, hey, wait a second, he never got his car back, and like the very first thing he's going to get his car back, and I was like, oh fuck yeah, like I love that car, that's amazing. <laughs> um, so I love that they like did that right away, and then he mm-hmm. busted all the shit, unfortunately, trying to get out of that warehouse. But yeah. um, but Leguizamo was on the on the case trying to to make that bet better. But um, and I mm-hmm. like you had mentioned too uh, at the end of uh, seeing the second one you're like I'll definitely want to see the third one now um, we're just mm-hmm. not going to go rush out to the theater I agree with that because the, the second one ends with basically I imagine the start of the third one right like it's definitely leading into something else so I'm curious where this goes for sure but yeah I'm kind of yeah. with you I, I think I liked the, the first one more than you did but uh, overall not really understanding like the love of people for the, the series and stuff mm-hmm. um, and I thought you know I've after I watched the first movie, I thought, okay, so this is just kind of setting the stage. I could see like this being um, having some promise to it, and then maybe the second movie really kicks things mm-hmm. up a notch, and that's the one. Maybe that's the the Empire Strikes Back of, of this franchise yeah. or whatever. But um, I don't know it it like the the first movie's story seems simple. The second one, I'm confused by. I really, <laughs> really got like yeah. lost. Is like, wait, what? What's happening? So there's a there's a, a blood debt that needs to be uh, paid or something to that effect. Yeah. And then I don't know. It just got a little bit convoluted. Mm-hmm. And then we're introduced to all these different um, uh, like a assa- head assassins or, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, like the the one lady who gets killed in the the pool or whatever. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I kind of I didn't understand like what was going on or necessarily the um, the rules of the the world mm-hmm. until they I don't know it it just didn't didn't quite click with no me. I'm with you uh, one of the reviews I read they um, so I'll step back for a second I liked the first one because I liked the world building um, mm-hmm. and that it wasn't like an origin story it was like a a guy like you're kind of following the guy getting back into that world. And mm-hmm. I loved, like, the Continental Hotel and that kind of idea, especially because um, I had seen that movie Hotel Artemis, which mm-hmm. was also interesting from my perspective because I saw that first. 
before I saw the John Wick movies. And I, I was like, hey, this is like Hotel Artemis is essentially the Continental Hotel. Like it's like a, okay. a place for assassins to go get like they can get like doctors. They can get like stitched up. Um, there's no killing on the grounds. There's all these rules and stuff. It's very similar. And then I went online to like compare them and, and people were like, yeah, is it, is it like an homage or is it a ripoff or whatever? And for the most part, it seems like it's it's an homage um, kind of made in the in the same, you know, people like John Wick and then someone took that idea of that hotel and kind of did another thing with it but it's it's like more like sci-fi band it's like in the future and it's kind of different so i think it kind of stands alone but um i love the idea of hotel artemis so much and then when i saw it was like basically the same thing in this movie i was like oh i love this world building and one of the reviews i read someone said like people loved that stuff and the second one they were expecting more of it but we don't really get that um that's all kind of on the surface you get some more of the rules and stuff but like i think i'm with you it's kind of convoluted um, mm-hmm. And I, I don't know, like, they, they do all this other stuff with the story. Like, I didn't expect it to just be a connected story. I thought it would be, like, he gets roped in again, like, a year later or something, you know. Like, they would, like, kind of yeah. keep it separate. Um, and now I'm, I'm cool with where they went with it. But, uh, yeah, I'm kind of with you that uh, they didn't really keep going with all that. And they kind of made it even harder to understand maybe a little bit for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I do like that uh, he's he's got, like, these different... Um, these different like spy uh, like gadgets or whatever, mm-hmm. um, like his his suit that he wears. I think maybe oh, yeah. the second movie is like it's like bulletproof, bulletproof for the mo- mm-hmm. most most part. Yeah, um, I think that's cool because it, it explains like how he can get shot so many times yeah. but be okay, and he doesn't have to wear like cl- he doesn't have to look like the Punisher like going yeah, through right. there. Like he can just walk in essentially like plain clothes or whatever and and uh, and do what he needs to. Um, and man, I, I am racking my brain without looking anything up. But in the first movie, there's a uh, a female assassin that goes after uh-huh. him. Who was that? Um, her my name? brain isn't working. Yeah. Um, I can't. Like, it's an actress I've seen before, I think. Adrian Palicki? Yeah, that's who it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she was on Friday Night Lights, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She was, yeah, she was Mockingbird there, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah she was uh, cool. I liked her. G.I. Joe Retaliation. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's classic. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Yeah, I didn't really uh, recognize her from anything. Um, a lot of that oh, stuff okay. I, I haven't actually seen. So, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, what, what were you going to say about her though? No, I just thought she she looked cool in this movie. Mm-hmm. She um, she I think she was like one of the <laughs> he had like so many people going after him. Yeah, that I don't think she was like the the main assassin. She was like the, another person staying she? at the Continental Hotel who yeah. um, they, like, were basically like, hey, kill kill these people in the Continental Hotel, which is, like, mm-hmm. you're excommunicado if you do that. Um, and yeah. uh, and so she was, like, taking the bounty, even though she shouldn't have, essentially. So, yeah, she was just, like, not the main one, but, like, a main one for a part of the plot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, I don't know. I, I thought she was cool. Um, I like her in other things. Like, I liked her on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. quite mm-hmm. a bit. Um but yeah, this was her in more of like a villain role, which I thought was cool. Yeah, um, and she looked like somebody who could pull off being an assassin. Yeah, you know, like yes. For me, there's like a like a, a certain like body type mm-hmm. when I think of like an assassin is like somebody who's like more lean, uh, but also could like handle themselves in a fist fight. And I think they mm-hmm. did really good casting with both her and Keanu. Um, and then uh, <laughs> uh, Willem Dafoe. Obviously, yep. like, you know, I is he mainly a sniper, I guess? He, yeah, they don't really go. It's funny because I didn't get all the stuff from it. Um, I knew that they were friends, but yeah. um, everything online is like, oh, that was definitely his mentor. 
Um, like Willem Dafoe trained yeah, I, him, and I was like, I didn't get that at all. <laughs> like, I don't. Maybe I, I just I, missed it. At like parts of it, I was like, oh, so maybe he was a mentor to him. Yeah, but then he like he was. is hired to kill him after. Like, it's like assassins are uh, <laughs> they're a tricky lot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, they'll they'll turn on their own pretty quickly. But hey, don't take it personally. Yeah, they're just trying to kill you. It's fine. Uh, yeah, I uh, going back to your thing about like how the people are built and how they look and if they they fit that role. Uh, one of my problems with the second film is Ruby Rose and her character. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because I think she's okay. Um, she mm. was on Orange Is the New Black when we were still watching that, and that's the first thing I'd, I'd seen her in, and I thought she was good in her role there. Um, and I think she's going to play like one of the Birds of Prey Batwoman. or whatever. Yeah, like she's playing okay, Batwoman. Um, mm-hmm. And I was like, that that was fine casting. I thought that was cool, or whatever. But I just didn't buy her in this role at all. That she is like. Basically, they, they portray her, like, eventually in the story, like, as good as John Wick. And I was like, I don't I don't see that at all. Like, and I think part of it was um, most of the movie, like, she's just following him around. And I just thought she was essentially, like, another henchman of, like, the main bad guy or whatever. And I didn't think much of her. I thought she was more yeah. just, like, reporting back. And then they, like, portrayed her as, like, oh, no, she is one of the most deadly assassins in the world. And I was like, wait, I don't, I don't follow that. Like, she doesn't look like that role to me. Um, and I, it just, she just, I just didn't care for her in this role. Um, I didn't believe her like I did to the other, the other chick. So, yeah, I was confused by that too, because it seems like if you are one of the most deadly assassins, you're the, you're the head. Like why, yeah. why is she following anyone? Yeah, well, like, it seems yeah. like she would, she would have her own posse. So yeah, I, I too was a little bit confused by that. Yeah. Like I, I was willing to buy her as an assassin, but sure. If she's that good, it seems like following the rules that they've set up in their their movie universe here that she would be the, the head of her own organization. She doesn't really need to follow anyone else unless they maybe just pay her a lot of money As, or something. I guess that's that could yeah be true, but I don't know. I, get, I think it's the money thing. I, I guess it's a lot of the movies like this, anything with assassins, I, I honestly don't understand a lot because it's like if they're if they can kill everybody, then why aren't like they all like heading up the organization and i guess the the biggest thing is that they're not business people like there's other people that want to run the crime syndicate and then well you have to have a degree yeah right so they don't have degrees for it Uh, school's expensive i mean you make pretty good money as as an assassin but like not you know free tuition yeah come on now um and so like it, it almost seems like they set up a world where it's like they just they're paid to do things like kind of like on contracts right and whatever but i've never quite i'm with you i've never quite bought that uh because it seems like but you could just like how would the employer these these people that are like high ranking like how would they ever trust anybody that they wouldn't just like turn around and kill them at a moment's notice you know like because they can do it with a pencil (laughs) yeah you know you could never trust it and i that's i i do like the world building for this stuff where they have like this this weird weird trust amongst thieves and stuff um about these like places they can go to and and like stay in the continental hotel and everything and um but it still seems like a very precarious agreement that i don't really understand (laughs) doesn't seem that great i don't know yeah um i do kind of like the the aspect that they're all like all the assassins are like at work or whatever mm-hmm. like when they see each other like yeah. in passing they're like hey man you working how, yeah. how are you what are you, what are you doing yeah, you're working. Doing yeah I'm working you clock in yeah <laughs> get that OT yeah right. are, you, are you time and a half or double time what is this a holiday yeah. what is this Labor Day weekend um yeah I uh I do like um some of that yeah some of that world building and stuff and like mm-hmm. when he, when Common you know when he's there and stuff and they see each other and it's clearly they're old friends and everything and like 
um, yeah, there's some cool stuff there. I, uh, I definitely like the, the, the ideas that they portray with, um, like you said, like the suit that he wears and stuff. Like they have an, they have entire networks all over the world of like these highly paid individuals that do these crazy things like weave in bulletproof fabric between two layers of fabric and a suit and like, mm-hmm. um, all this stuff, they have all these connections and it's all very flashy and, and cool. And, uh, it's, it's just like a cool world to explore. I think a lot, mm-hmm. um, like honestly for me, take all the action out. I just want to just do like a cribs tour through all of these different places. <laughs> just explain how it works. I'd be like, I would watch that documentary, man. It would be great. Um, it's so fascinating to me to see how all this stuff like plays off of each other and the, the underground world that they've built that has uh, such flashy, cool things. So I'm down for it. Hi, I'm Jono. <laughs> Welcome to cribs. <laughs> Uh, That's my dog. <laughs> Better not kill it, right? Um, that does make me think. I, I you had mentioned uh, you didn't like Keanu's uh, Keanu Reeves acting in the first one, right? Uh, or like yeah. overall, I guess whatever you didn't think. I was think like great. Yeah, and, and uh, either of them. Yeah, I thought I thought he's he's fine. There was only one part oh, okay. that I really noticed um, that I thought was was bad, and it's maybe another part people think is good, but it's. Uh, I think it was after his wife died and the puppy is like delivered and he like cries or whatever. He's like looking at something and it just seems like, like he is not a good crier. Like he's not a good actor <laughs> to cry. Like it just, I was like, I was not sold. Um, yeah. and the rest of it, like the, the brooding silent pain I get like that, yeah, that worked for me. But, uh, when he actually like broke down, I was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not buying that he's actually crying here. Like he did the, the Joey Trubiani tweezer trick, pulling out hairs from his pocket, you know, <laughs> that's, that's where I was, that's what I was sold on. So, yeah. Um, but the rest of I it, don't I don't even remember that. Yeah. Yeah. The rest of it, I thought he was, he was all right. So. Okay. All right. Um, so yeah. And the, uh, the second movie, they had the, um, like the the ledger where they keep track of like blood packs or if, mm-hmm. if how does that work? I'm trying to remember. Like he he does somebody a a favor. Somebody saves his ass, so then he owes them a favor now. Yeah. Or? So the the plot from what I gather of the second one is uh he had, he in the first movie he comes out of retirement because he kind of has to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to get to, to go in retirement, he had uh, done this impossible task. And you find out in the second movie that he needed help to do that, and he signed a blood oath with uh, a guy in the Italian mafia to help him with something. I don't even know if we get that info, what it is, but uh, the blood oath essentially is like you can call that in for a favor at any time, and they have to do it. And the guy says he was going to never call it in because John Wick was retired, but now that he's out of retirement, he's going to call it in. And he's like, I want you to kill my sister. She has a spot on the high table of criminals or whatever they don't really go into that stuff i i that's another thing i would have like liked a lot more info about um mm-hmm. and uh he's like i want her spot but i can't kill her myself and then john wick finally you know reluctantly agrees to do that after the guy blows up his house with a grenade launcher as you do mm-hmm. and yeah. uh kills kills the lady uh she kills herself rather um knowing that he's he's there to do it and then the guy's like, oh, we can't have any loose ends. We're going to kill John Wick, send all my assassins after him, and then I'm going to avenge my sister's death. Like, I had nothing to do with it. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm kind of with you, too, that, that it was all just, like, a little convoluted without getting a lot of the backstory of it. Um, and that kind of sets off in motion all these people. They, they put a bounty on John Wick's head. 
So all these assassins are trying to get to him. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was, that was okay, I guess, for, for a story and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like the idea. It reminded me of um, The Warriors, uh, which is a, a gang movie from the 70s about, uh, like, there's, like, a huge group of gangs in New York all getting together. All the different gangs get together, and uh, they assassinate. Somebody assassinates this, like, leader who's trying to get them all on the same page. And then they blame it on the Warriors, and the Warriors have to go from this, like, Central Park, like, back to, I think it's, like, Staten Island or whatever, like, where they're from. And they have to fight yep. every gang in New York to get there. And it's fucking badass. And this has that kind of quality where it's, uh, you know, he's, like, basically, ha- like, everybody that he knows, like, he's trying to, like, kind of fight his way through. Because uh, they all are, like, are trying to get him and everything. Um, and they had some cool things with that, I thought. Um, especially towards the end, when uh, Ian McShane... Uh, they're like in Central Park, whatever. And Ian McShane is like, I could kill you at any at a moment's notice. And everybody mm-hmm. just stops around them. And like everybody yeah. there is an assassin. That was rad. I was like, what? That was yeah. pretty cool. Um, what if there was like one guy in there that wasn't? Yeah. And he would just like stop because everyone else did? He <laughs> <laughs> was just like sitting there. Saying, is this a Wait, flash what? mob? What's oh, going shit. on? Yeah. Oh, God. Here we go. I do. I'm finally ready to wing chung tonight. I've been, I've been ready for this. I do also like whenever uh, I watch movies like this. There's there's always a thought in my head where I'm like, all right, let's backtrack though. How did they make that happen, right? So you have mm-hmm. to clear everybody out yeah. from that area, like natural people. So there, are there just other assassins that are literally just like crossing guards all around a circle of that area, being like, you can't walk in here where you got something going on, and mm-hmm. then the other assassins have to be like, all right. Now remember when he when he snaps his fingers, we're all gonna stop. All right, nobody move because it'll it'll ruin the effect. We really need to scare mm-hmm. John Wick right now. Like I like to think yep. of them like rehearsing things and having to like mm-hmm. set up like mundane things to uh, to make all of this happen, where it looks so cool and natural, but it's like <laughs> this would have taken some work. Ian McShane, like earlier that morning, he has everyone gather around. He's got a bullhorn. He's like, now remember, place your cell phones <laughs> on silent. You have to listen for the finger snap. Oh, I'm, it's man. not going to be amplified. Nope. You just have to listen. Gotta if you see that. other people freeze, go ahead and freeze yourself. Okay? <laughs> all right. So let's take it from the top. Like, <laughs> did they practice again. that before you got there? Like, they've been there all morning, you know, mm-hmm. like working that out people, and everything. <laughs> people showing up in, like, yoga pants and... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> their uh, workout attire, <laughs> just like re- doing a, a quick run through. Yeah, just to and make sure get they can get it right. Full full mm-hmm. dress. Let's, let's do this. Everybody, get, get in your all blacks. Uh huh. Look look slick, everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Does it have to be black? <laughs> it's very hot out here. I'd rather not. Like, One guy <laughs> in the back has shorts on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I flew here. Uh, I lost my luggage. Uh, I've got these shorts. Is that okay? That, we are in park. Oh I'm trying God. to sell it. Um, yeah. So any, I mean, I don't have a lot more to say about chapter two. Um, uh, that ending part, you know, he basically he, he mm-hmm. tracks that guy uh, who's been trying to kill him and stuff and set him up for this uh, back to the Continental Hotel. And the guy says, "I I will stay here forever. Um, so you can't mm-hmm. kill me." And then. Uh, Ian McShane is like, don't, don't you do it, John. Don't do it, Wiki. And uh, he does anyway. <laughs> he, he shoots him, uh, which usually is a death sentence. They did it to uh, Adrian Pilecki in the, in the first one, uh, where she killed someone yeah. there, and they, they assassinate her right away. Um, mm-hmm. And in this one, he's like, John, I'll give you an hour before I send the, the word out. And he, I, he gives him a blood oath, too, I guess, to, to call him for a favor. Um, and then it's like, 
John is, is leaving the area with his dog and uh, hears everybody's phones around him, like everybody around him is an assassin, essentially, uh, mm-hmm. that they're, they're getting the notice that in an hour they can kill him, so he's like trying to run away. So I do think that's a, a really cool um, setup for the next movie, and that doesn't make me excited for it, um, even though I didn't care for two as much. Um, and I had to look up Parabellum. It's called John Wick 3 Parabellum, and I, which I thought was a weird title. I didn't know what that meant. Uh, mm-hmm. For one, it's a type of gun, like a handgun, I guess, but it's uh, Latin, and it means, uh, like, to go to war. So uh, oh, it's okay. usually said in a phrase that means um, if you want peace, you have to prepare for war. So it's either to go to war or prepare for war. It's more like that. So I was like, that's cool. Like, it's, it's showing that, like, it's going to be, like, fucking crazy. But um, I also, I was going to watch the trailer for the third one, uh, this morning before the show, I wanted to see like what was going to happen, and I was like, you know what? I might have seen one, but I don't. I didn't know the series. I didn't care, and so I'm like, I'm. <laughs> I kind of want to wait till it comes out. I'll just watch it blind and never know what's going to happen, yeah. and be like, this. this maybe it'll be more cool, yeah, cooler that way. Uh, we'll see, but uh, yeah. I know there's something in the next movie that involves a horse that people are oh, freaking okay. out about. So, you know, I. Who knows? Who knows what it is? We, we went to one of those um, shows, you know. It's like a, it's like a woman fucking a horse. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, a donkey show, but you know, you know bigger. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting twist. Full. John Wick three. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, also, in Greek Latin, uh, <laughs> parabellum means <laughs> horse fucking. <laughs> Interesting. Man, they yeah. put it right on the poster. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they really went for it. Yeah. It's it's uh, if you look at it like the word uh, parabellum is like in the shape of a dick. Oh, you know? Okay. So, just, so they really yeah, like it makes sense. Trying to hint yeah. at it too. It's, you know, it's it's subtle. I had no idea. Subtle, these movies. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, I know in the the first movie, like it's it's set up that he's retired mm-hmm. from assassin life, but like, do you retire or do you just like stop doing it? Like, what is their version? Mm-hmm. Like, is there a retirement plan? I guess is what I want to know, or is it? Like, do you, do you just, like, have enough money forever at this point? Yeah. And um, on the money note, you know, he, when he comes out of retirement, he uh, has cemented in something in the ground, and he, like, chisels it out with a sledgehammer. And it's, like, mm-hmm. a thing full of coins and guns. And I yeah. was like, I get that that's a backup, um, but I guess he has a lot more of those coins somewhere, or, like, just a lot more money. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. Uh, but I didn't understand that. That was one of the things they didn't quite set up well to me. The uh, currency of, co- of, of those coins, uh, mm-hmm. which seemed to be underground criminal coins, but they paid... Literally him. underground yeah. for, for him. That's where he put them. <laughs> he, he pays for everything with that. Like, no matter the cost. Like, <laughs> he gives, like, two of them for a hotel stay that's indefinite. He gives, like, one to someone for, like, a coffee. He gives, like... like I'm like, what are those worth? I don't understand if that's the only <laughs> currency you guys use. Like, you're not setting up any means. Like, if the one coin, I need at least four. You know, mm-hmm. I gotta get change back. Uh, I don't understand uh, all that stuff, but uh, yeah, I don't know their the retirement plan. I uh, he essentially won't get called again. Yeah, um, surely someone's going to be like asking for a job, and he'll be like, I guess, just say he's retired. I don't know. Yeah, like I'm wondering if he receives like direct deposits from mm. the Assassins Guild or whatever. Yeah, there you go. But they have to like it has to come from some place that's like somewhat inconspicuous mm-hmm. so in my head canon here's okay. here's how it plays out so he gets monthly um payouts mm-hmm. but they come from on the, the like 
his his bank statement it will say murder inc oh, but okay. it's like ja rules record record label okay. you know yeah so he <laughs> contractually to make this believable he has to have photos of ja rule like set up oh. in his house like maybe two to a room in his house you know because they're they're tight mm-hmm. he's like i used to work for murder inc <laughs> righteous so and then like maybe once a year he has to sit down with ja rule and he has to say yeah man uh that uh that that song you did with Jen, uh, Jennifer Lopez yeah that, that was that was that was good um yeah R U L E I spelling your own name cool cool, cool, cool. yeah yeah a real gangster just singing <laughs> singing about love okay cool yeah man all right look i got to i got to take yes, off i got to i got to oh oh shit i've got another 44 minutes <laughs> fuck it's a part right. retirement plan uh, Hey, you were you were definitely in that first the Fast and the Furious movie. You were in it. <laughs> I was gonna say you, that was no John, one can take right? that away from you. Yeah, yeah, nice. No one can take that away from you. Was it good? I don't know. <laughs> it's no point break. Yeah. No. Look, I'm just gonna get up and go. What are you gonna do? I'm I'm a, an incredible assassin, retired, but you know your job rule. You know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm out of here. <laughs> Again, listen, why listen I know you're busy with Fire Festival, so oh I'm going to let you go. <laughs> Got a lot of calls uh, to return. Let me know how that works out. Bye. <laughs> he just jumps out a window. <laughs> I think I think you're hitting on a, a good point, though, is that um, there's not enough explanation of retirement in these movies. Mm-hmm. I want some 401k talk, Roth IRAs. I still don't understand it. Rollovers, oh. you know. I could literally explain that to you. Uh, I won't, because uh, no one wants it. It is boring. <laughs> but if you do it amongst action and yeah. bright colors, it might sell the idea to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I didn't just like a bunch of gun gunshot noises. Yeah. Now you have to be employed continuously for five years if you wish to con- contribute to it and don't want to lose money. Oh, now, you can't do a withdrawal in that first five-year draw period, but as long as it's only interest, you can do it without a tax penalty. Beyond that, it may cause issues for you. Speak with a tax advisor. This is how it works at your duck bank. You're like, all right, I got to throw my Keanu Reeves voice. Got a, yeah. got a soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, you know, of course, with the, the duck church now. So, oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, the, the only money I interact with is these uh, these uh, golden coins they pass around in a in a tray uh, for favors. Oh, uh, cool. You can literally buy anything you want with them. Yeah. Coffee. Coffee. Uh, hotel stay for oh, what seems like several weeks at a time. Uh, it's all the same. <laughs> it's you all know, good. Just, just say what you want. Uh, you want a new Lambo? There you go. Totally <laughs> need fine. A, need to buy some refrigerator magnets? <laughs> same cost. You know, it's all good. Whatever you want. I mean, I would say choose wisely, but uh, if you need a magnet, you need a magnet. So. Oh, I was going the other way because you can spell whatever you want with those refrigerator magnets. Oh yeah, so that's like more, worth more, you think, than a Lambo? I mean, what? Where are you going to stick the magnets to? Like, obviously, you have to stick them to the Lamborghini. <laughs> like, the Lamborghini is just a showpiece. Like, if the Fast and Furious movies have taught us anything, mm-hmm. it's just like something to stick magnets on. Okay. Yeah. You can write, "This is a car." On there with your magnets. <laughs> that way, just in case <laughs> dementia sets in. Oh like, yeah. Oh. Okay. That's right. I thought this was a table because it's in my house. Mm-hmm. It's in my living room, but it's not. Clearly, this is a car. I. You know. 
real real talk right now. Um, I think that if I could afford a Lambo, that's what would happen. I don't I don't see how you could drive that. Uh, mm-hmm. Any any kind of supercar, any, any kind of expensive like car like that. Um, I don't trust people, man. Like, no. where do you uh-uh. park that you trust anybody? Uh, so that's just got to stay at home and be like, it's pretty cool. I stick magnets on yeah. it. Like, yeah, Done. I can't. <laughs> I can't imagine like taking a Lamborghini out anywhere. Yeah. Like in the off chance that like a bird shits on it. Right. I would just be devastated. Yeah. I'd be like, well, his value is ruined. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just I'll never fix this. No. Two hundred and eighty thousand dollars on this. I got to take it back. Like uh, a bird shit on it. I don't know what to do. <laughs> got to get a new one. Yeah, absolutely. Got to trade it in. It's got too many miles yeah. on it. What is this? Three miles? Oh, uh, God. Value went down again. I'll never make my money back on this. So uh, any last thoughts on the John Weeks? I don't think so. I, I still want to see chapter three. Mm-hmm. Um, is it? Wait, is it called John Wick chapter three? Parabellum? Uh, or is it just John Wick Parabellum? Is it number three in there I heard three is in there. Because I looked it up earlier, but I don't know. Yeah, John Wick Chapter Three Parabellum is how it is on a uh, Wikipedia. So, oh, okay. I w- I would like it if the title just got longer every time. <laughs> you know, like like it starts off with just John Wick, then it's John Wick colon Chapter Two, and then it's John Wick colon Chapter Two. I would assume colon maybe dash. Dash. It's a dash. Oh, dash. Uh-huh. Parabellum. So the next one could be John Wick colon Chapter Four. Parabellum, or dash parabellum, yeah. two. Hot, like just be like slash. Yeah, two. Let's go with that. Um, mm-hmm. Just throw in an extra, extra character or whatever. Yeah, I'm down and with then, it. <laughs> two, and then a greater than sign. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I think uh, I think you're onto something. And mm-hmm. uh, at that point, I mean, like this boy, like everybody's gonna watch these, so. Yeah, it doesn't matter what they're called. Uh, people, no. people will find it and watch it, watch mm-hmm. the shit out of it. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, Keanu Reeves, uh, you know, I uh, I feel bad for um, kind of shitting on the the movies the first time a few episodes ago when I first mentioned the uh, John Wick one and two, um, primarily because the world of pop culture and Twitter have decided John or John Wick uh, Keanu Reeves is a oh, yeah. national treasure which I'm willing to give them um, mm-hmm. I do like him as a, a person and um, my wife and I were recently listening to a podcast where it was uh, the, the hosts were talking about Keanu Reeves and like all the stuff that he's done and like how he'll take pay cuts just to get other actors mm-hmm. on board different movies and um, just people. like yeah. yeah and he's mm-hmm. just like genuinely like a good dude and yeah. so I, I do feel bad for um, uh, it may be getting construed that I don't I don't like him. I do, uh, in fact, uh, like Keanu Reeves. And uh, he is in, I think, every movie coming out this year. Like oh, he's yeah. in Toy Story that just came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Toy Story 4. Um, he's. Uh, Wait, a, you mean John Wick colon chapter three dash Parabellum Toy Story 4? <laughs> yes, yeah, I think that's that the official way. title. Yeah, sorry, I was just I was shortening it. <laughs> yeah. I, I apologize. I, I cool. do want people to find it, so just yeah. type that in um, and go go to your <laughs> local theater. Ask for the movie exactly like that. They'll direct you exactly where to go. Back to your car. Um, but uh, but yeah, evidently he's going to be in Hobbs and Shaw. Mm, at, that's right. Some function. Um, but yeah, so 
he's he's just gonna keep on going. Yeah. Gonna make Bill and Ted three. Yeah. Looking forward to that. You know, I don't know. I'm uh, I'm all about it. I uh, yeah. I hear that Marvel wants to get him in a an MCU movie at a certain point. Yeah, I've so. uh, the best one that I've seen casting uh, like fan casting was Silver Surfer. But I was oh my God. I was curious of your uh, your take on that. I mean, he's a server dude, so that kind of works too, I guess. But mm-hmm. just in general. But I was curious. Do you have a, anything in mind for him? Do you like that? Um, I like Silver Surfer um, as a character. Like uh, uh, he's. Uh, I read a, a recent Silver Surfer comic cool. over the uh, over my vacation, and I was like, man, this is such a cool character. I can't wait for Disney to do something with yeah. him. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that could be good casting, but I don't know. I, I, I don't know what role I want to see him in. Um, I was trying to think of some, like, villain role that he could be, but uh, you know what? Let's just say uh, Gorilla Man. Let's hey. just uh, make it <laughs> <laughs> Someone had talked about, like, uh, a knight, some knight. The Black Knight? I don't know. It was like it was a Marvel thing. I feel like you and I talked about this character once before. I don't. Remember. It wasn't like one that I knew that well. Oh, Moon, Moon Knight? Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Which I, I was like, I think that that could work maybe if they if they ever do a Moon Knight type thing. But um, yeah, Marvel said they've been trying to get him for a while, I guess, and do something, but mm-hmm. haven't found the role. So I'd be curious to see with with them owning all this these other properties now back uh, in the loop with the X Men, Fantastic Four, and stuff. There's a lot more opportunities they could bring him in, and a lot of other people too. So kind of cool mm-hmm. with that. Yeah. Um, I do. Yeah. I, I like Keanu Reeves a lot. Um, uh, I've, I've there's always been so, so many great stories about him and stuff. There's one the other day, uh, some clip online of, uh, Octavia Spencer, whenever she was like a nobody, uh, actress, like on her way to, to something. And she was like, I had the shittiest car and I broke down in LA and a motorcycle pulled up behind her to help her. And it was fucking Keanu Reeves, uh, when he was like <laughs> fully famous and everything. Right. Like, uh, and he was like, Hey, like, what can I help you with or whatever? And she was like, I never, she's like met him since then, I guess, sort of like they've seen each other like on red carpets and like, she never mentions it to him. Cause she's like, I looked like shit and he had the shittiest car. Like I had like a tatty t-shirt on, like, uh, uh, all this stuff, whatever. And so, yeah, she, uh, she was like, I'll never mention it again, but he was great. And it's like, you hear stories like that about him all the time, um, mm-hmm. which is awesome. But, uh, and I, I like his, I like his acting. I like him in, in films. I think he fits a very specific role in movies today. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think this is great. It's not necessarily my series. I think the first one was really cool. Um, mm-hmm. we'll see how I, I feel about two eventually again. And then three, once I see it, but, uh, I, I wish him all the luck, you know, doing it and everything for sure. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's right. Keanu from let's talk about stuff to you. <laughs> We wish you the best of luck. <laughs> Wait, maybe one career. day you'll be as successful as we are. <laughs> <laughs> and just keep your fingers crossed <laughs> and your foot thumbs. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, I think we're we're good. Should we just wrap it up here? Yeah, I had one more totally random thing. I just didn't. Oh, I didn't mention okay. many topics, but uh, I just it popped in my head because you were talking about watching uh, Bumblebee all over again and how excited you were and. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I I think it was one of our, our podcasting friends. I can't remember which one though. Um, tweeted about something. Stranger Things Stranger Things three is coming out, and they were like, "Yeah, that's all good and well, but Dark season two just came out." And I was like, "What the fuck? Dark is out again? Uh, this is a a, oh, wow. a German show uh, mm-hmm. that is kind of uh, Stranger Things esque, uh, where it's like mystery and sci fi and stuff, uh, but a lot darker story and everything." And mm-hmm. I fell in love with the first season. Uh, like when I watched it a year or two ago and had no clue it was coming back out. I just did not pay attention to it. So I, I started rewatching the first uh, season last night and I got through the first five episodes. There's 10. 
so I can get back into the, the second uh, one because I had forgotten what happened. And it is just phenomenal. So uh, I am very excited today to watch the last half of that season, hopefully, and check out the rest of that. But I uh, highly recommend Dark now that it's uh, back out for season two. So I remember when you first talked about that on the show, mm-hmm. you had mentioned that you liked it, but it ends on a cliffhanger. Yeah. And you were going to reserve your full recommendation for um, that second season. Mm-hmm. So do you know if the second season wraps up the story? I, yeah. Or if it's, I, I have no idea. Um, I haven't seen a trailer it, for it at all. Yeah. Is the second season out already? So, yeah, it's already out. It came out like two days ago or something or this last weekend. Oh, okay. Yeah. When we're recording this. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, someone had tweeted about it and I was just like, I didn't even know it was coming out. Uh, I just like they just like released it. I'm sure there was like something out there, but I, I just didn't pay attention to it. I feel like the first season um, was like a while ago. Like, I don't feel like it was last year, but it might have been. Um and uh, so it felt like it was like a long stretch of time that I'd been waiting for it again. And I just forgotten about it. But um, yeah, it's it was one of those. There's a, a few. There's also uh, um, I can't remember what it's called right now. There's another Netflix show that had a, a season one that I was like, man, I'm not really sure if I can recommend it yet. Waiting on a second season and it came out uh, with one as well. Uh, but I'm losing the title of it. Um, but yeah, I, I so far uh, it's just such a, an interesting show, dark and um I'm hoping season two will wrap things up well or keep it going, but uh, so far so good. Rewatching the first one, it's uh, it's pretty pretty stellar. So awesome, yeah. Hopefully it uh, it sticks to the landing. Yeah. for you on uh, the second series. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, I yeah I definitely want to go back and and watch that. God, there's just so much stuff. Yeah. Uh, Jessica Jones season yeah. three came out. Um, I haven't watched any of it. Yeah. Uh, I downloaded all the episodes to my phone in anticipation of watching it on my vacation. I didn't do it. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't want to take 13 hours of my vacation into, uh, mm, into watching the show. Sure. So I'll just uh, ruin my uh, work week uh, okay, cool. this week. So, yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be, it'll be awesome. Nobody cares. Stay up super late. All fine. Be miserable yeah. going to work. Yeah. Good time. Good time. Oh, I think you meant at work. You were going to watch oh, yeah. and ruin your work week. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I kept seeing promos for that, and I was like, yeah, it's coming out soon, whatever. And then one day it was like I – showed up on Netflix and uh, it was like the first trailer that popped up and I was like oh holy shit I didn't know it was out though that's crazy uh, mm-hmm. for Jessica Jones season 3 so I still need to watch season yep. 2 I like that first season a whole lot but uh, mm-hmm. after that I kind of just dropped off from all of those shows and now they're all just being cancelled so they kind of <laughs> kind of <laughs> yeah tapered ground that to a hole yeah right? a little bit and, uh, <laughs> but I still I, I liked that first season so much and uh, I think season mm-hmm. 2 you liked season 2 a lot too right yeah yeah, yeah. so I, I heard good things about that as well Eventually, I'll, I'll hit that back up. But mm-hmm. yeah, there is so much to watch. So much stuff. A ton of it. ton of it. Absolutely. Well, well, I think we are done watching stuff on this episode. Um, and I'm going to finish up my email to uh, Sandals <laughs> Barbados uh, complaining about their <laughs> coat confusion. Uh, but in the meantime, listeners, if you would like to uh, send your roast to us for episode 100, which is the next episode, send them to us by June what did I say, I know, 29th. 9th look of 29th you know what I'm going to take the time to look it up again everybody loves this keeping it going keeping it going yes uh, Saturday June 29th uh, is the deadline for your roast so be sure to send them to us via email at let's talk about stuff podcast at gmail.com again you can send an email or you can send an audio file 
either way, we will uh, have them feature them on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at LTAS pod. And then you can follow Stephen on Letterboxd and Twitter at Stephen Fisher 22. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Brent Hibbard. And speaking of Letterboxd, I noticed when I was watching Point Break last night that uh, Letterboxing is like the black bars on the top and bottom of the screen. Uh-huh. Is that right? Yeah. At the toward the beginning of that movie, there's a letterboxing on it, and then all of a sudden it goes away like mid scene. Huh. Did you notice that? I didn't. No. Interesting. It's the scene where where um, Johnny Utah uh, yeah. goes to the, <laughs> to the like it's I guess it's his first day at the the police department, uh-huh. and he's talking to John C. McGinley, and they're having a conversation, and then like all of a sudden like the black bars disappear. Interesting. And it's full screen. I was like, did I hit something on the remote? But no, I guess it's just something that. The movie did for whatever reason. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's strange. They did yeah. the Dark Knight, like IMAX version, where like right. they like <laughs> switched it. They did it early, man. People didn't know about it then. So much negative space on top <laughs> and bottom. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm ca- I'm kind of curious why they did that though. That's interesting. Yeah, it's weird. Mm-hmm. Weird choice, yeah. but oh well. Um, all right. Anything else for you? Nope. I'm good to go. All right. So we will move forward to episode 100. Oof. Get those roasts in. You know, can't believe we made we, it. there's plenty of stuff to to roast us about just on this episode. Yeah. So if this is your only episode to listen to, yeah, you got plenty of ammunition. <laughs> I so would love enjoy. a brand new listener to just this episode is like, oh, I got some shit to say. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fantastic. We welcome all. That's fine. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. This is your one chance to talk shit about us. You're one and only. Mm-hmm. So everything else you talk about us online has to be nice, yeah. except for this episode 100 so get him in and if, you know the date if you try to talk about us after this episode we're gonna mm-hmm. get a single gold coin from chuck e that's cheese right. we're gonna that's give right. it to keanu reeves and he's gonna murder your ass all right well he, he's gonna be he's gonna be dressed a lot of people don't know this but keanu reeves is staged at every chuck e cheese as a possum playing the banjo <laughs> if you take it's the role he was born for that's yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh-huh. Uh, very lively performance. Uh, if you throw the coin at him, he will catch it and then just simply walk off stage. Yep. So he, he's the the task begins. Yeah, and he's gonna come mm-hmm. murder you. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I heard you talking shit. Well, let's talk about stuff. Not righteous. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah, that was that was fun talking about yeah. uh, these movies and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Let us know how wrong we were as well yeah. anybody uh, feel free this is your one chance because this is a Let us know. pretty beloved series now and uh, we thought it was okay so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we welcome the onslaught of emails sure, sure. <laughs> alright well until next week I'm Steven I'm Brent and let's talk later are you Somebody's been cosplaying as the Kool-Aid man again. I am wearing a red shirt. It, it kind of works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. Uh, you're, uh, <laughs> you know what they say about people who wear red shirts? Either you die first on Star Trek or you become the Kool-Aid man. Those are the two, two options. Those are the That's two it. classics. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs>
They tried to put a third option through Congress, but mm-hmm. you know how the how the Congress Gridlock. is, you know, they're deadlocked. Yeah. yeah, they're just like no one's willing to give an inch. Listen, so, you know. That's okay though. We have the two. That's good. It's good for now. Mm-hmm. We need a third party third mm-hmm. uh third option eventually, but uh we're working mm-hmm. on it, you know. We'll yeah. see if America yeah. lasts. <laughs> Uh, spoilers, it won't. Um, we had a good run. Uh, it was all right. It was all right. Great to see the, the fall, though. It's really, it's been really fun. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, sync word, sync word, sync word, sync word, sync word. Sync word. Uh, hey, you know what? Let's uh, let's go with puppy. Okay. In honor of the fallen, right? We're gonna kill it. Let's do this. Oh God, Stephen. <laughs> Too soon. It's always too soon. It is, I know. It's very sad. Amanda will never see this movie. Oh, no. Yeah, Brandy won't either. Yep. I've forbidden it. (laughs) All right, so Puppy. Puppy on three. One, two, three. Puppy. Puppy. All right. Excellent. Papa Yeager. It was just a fucking car. Just a fucking dog. Just a dog. Vigo. Yeah. When Ellen died, I lost everything. Until that dog arrived on my doorstep. A final gift for my wife. In that moment, I received some semblance of hope. An opportunity to grieve unalone. And your son took that from me. Stole that from me. Killed that from me! People keep asking if I'm back, and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. So you can either hand over your son, or you can die screaming alongside him! Hi, I'm Keanu Reeves. I'm, uh... Here with BuzzFeed to play with some puppies and answer some questions. What stunt are you most proud of? <laughs> puppies. The puppies have all left. I'm all alone. How did you discover your love for motorcycles? Riding them. They're beautiful. Riding a motorcycle is like being a puppy, isn't it? That's right. Mm-hmm. How's it going, man? 